Today, I'm with my friend and fellow coach, Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I'm great. How are you doing, David? I'm blessed and highly favored. Mm. I am looking forward to our time together today. Absolutely. Me too. So how can I best help you today? So I had to, I have to narrow it down between two and one of them's kind of weighty. It's like, okay, I, I, my tank is a little empty. We just moved from California to Texas and like, I want some encouragement. I've been coaching and pouring out a lot of people like remind me of my identity. I know that you love the Lord and you've got some awesome encouragement in scripture and I would love to be poured into like that. But I also want to tackle some limiting beliefs about my big dream. So in your power hour, just earlier today, we were talking about my dream of selling 5 million copies of my book. And it's crazy, right? It even feels a little bit silly to say it. And so there's this doubt inside of me, like, yeah, but is this really going to happen? How am I going to connect and build a podcast or how am I going to create a course from this? And so there's like these doubts and roadblocks of going from where I am today. So sold about 165 copies, not thousand. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Not even (laughs) just one, six, five. (laughs) Yeah. Not no commas and no no, no no commas. Three digits. Three digits. Not given away. Right. I've given away a lot. But we also agree, you know, we, we talk a lot. So I decided not to count the books I've given away in my books hold count. So anyway, it's, what are you feeling? Well, my, if you're giving me the option of how you want to be helped, which I'm okay with, um, <laughs> I would think for right now today, um, the encouragement bit is best Mm -hmm. for you because like we talked about, uh, you know, a little bit ago, the chances of you waking up tomorrow with 5 million books sold is virtually impossible. (laughs) Um, I mean, you'd need... 4,990,000 4,990,899,000 what 835 or so which i mean it's possible but it's just unlikely but mm-hmm. i think what would be best if you're giving me the option of how how what i think um the encouragement i think would be best because you may see things in a different light so why are you, why are you uh, kind of down or, um, you know, discouraged or, you know, not like you have your own cup filled up? What, what, what's brought that on? Mm, there's a lot of streams kind of taking from me right now and I love them all, but they're depleting me. So I have a three and a half year old daughter and she started preschool, praise God. Um, but we were together for a lot the last few weeks moving. And so transitioning her, um, saying goodbye to my own friends in our community. And I realized like, 
how many friends I could see on a single given week, even in COVID in California from my Bible study, from our church. So like I am almost ground zero with community right now. And I know that it's not going to change overnight and I'm not going to get Insta friends and nor do I want to, but like that's taken from me. Um, my husband travels a lot for work. He's usually gone three out of four weeks out of the month. So I'm kind of a solo mom for a while. Um, I coach, oh gosh, I don't even know the number off the top of my head, about 10 women right now. And they all have different um, needs and encouragement. And I absolutely love what we're doing together and what they're doing. But that takes energy too and showing up. And I've kind of had a dip in a dip in interested clients too. So I'm like, oh, that's attacking the identity. Maybe I'm not the coach that I thought it was. I was in a good role. And then all of these transitions and was feeling like, okay, I need to slow down because I can't onboard five new clients while moving, while helping a toddler, while being, you know, single mom. So I have really high expectations and then they're not being met. So it's just like day to day, I'm frustrated that I'm not getting the momentum back. I'm starting to feel more like myself. Now we're settling into Texas almost on a, a month here, but realizing that this identity, like I'm thinking about coaching when I wake up, I think about Instagram rules. It's so silly or like, Oh, the next post, Oh, this would be funny to share with my followers instead of just like enjoying what I'm doing in the moment. Okay. So who's putting the expectations on you? I think it's honestly myself because my coach Angie is like, you just moved, like give yourself some grace, slow down. And I've been talking to some friends about my plant behind me. He's nicknamed Frederick and Frederick, the fiddle leaf, not fiddly fig. My husband thought it was a fiddly F I D D L Y fig. No, it's a fiddle leaf fig. But anyway, okay. he dropped some leaves because it was a transition. He's in a new pot. He's kind of mad at me and it can take up to a year for them to recover and produce new leaves. Okay. And so, so I'm like, you're mad at Frederic. I know I'm realizing that I'm, I'm expecting him to be happy and get on with it and settle in the same with me. Like, okay, I'm in a new place. I'm ready to go hit the ground running thrive. And I'm frustrated that I'm not. What if in this time mm -hmm. you're not supposed to be blowing and going and uh, running wide open at this time? <sighs> I don't know. It's almost like a, okay. I'm a coach. I'm supposed to be productive. I'm supposed to have all these things and fill myself up. And I'm realizing 
the last couple of days, I don't even want to listen to a podcast. Maybe I just want to sit in silence. Almost like there's a, a part of me that says you're wasting your time. And then there's another part of me that's like, no, this is good and you need it. Which one do you choose to listen to? I'm trying to listen to the truth of this is good and you need it. Which one do you think is best for you? Mm. The rest. So why don't you rest? I don't know. I get texts from this David Creel guy about his intentions. and (laughs) It's my fault. It's my fault that you're not resting. Okay. No, no. It's my fault. I take responsibility. But I am sensitive to those around me. Like I was thinking about cutting out social media, maybe not doing all or nothing because I don't think that's sustainable, but say, okay, I'm going to go on it for like a half hour, set the timer, go connect with people and then get off and not worry about the other coaches or people that I'm following what they're doing. I'm sure it's great, but it usually doesn't fill me up. What fills you up? Uh, getting outside, even though it's winter right now in Austin and it's like 80 degrees and 90% humidity. It's glorious, isn't it? It is absolutely <laughs> glorious. Okay, go ahead. I'm really grumpy about it. Um, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And then it's going to get hotter. <laughs> yeah, trust me. You are going to like 80 when it's 100. When it's one one oh oh, you're gonna love. You're like, where's eighty at? I love eighty. Okay, okay, it's coming. Um, but oh no, I made a joke about weather, and I don't remember what was that train. What um, what fills you up? You said going outside. Oh yes, going outside, going outside, reading, writing. I love to write. Love writing. I felt so filled up when I was writing my book and it was really only in 30 minute to 60 minute chunks of time. And I was working full time and had a one and a half year old and busy husband traveling. So somehow I made it fit. It's like, because I was looking forward to that project, like something that was really tied to my core purpose. So I don't feel like I have a project right now. I love my clients and I love what they're doing, but they're not my project. Um, I don't know if I'm ready for another book. I just, no, now I'm fighting the rest again. (laughs) But writing doesn't have to be with an end result to have a book. Like I was journaling a little bit this morning and thinking about a new topic to write on about rest. And I got so many downloads from God. I get scripture from him like, Oh, Hey, check out this, Sarah. Do you remember this story? Do you remember this dream that I gave you do this? And like seeing them all woven together, just, I don't care if anybody reads it. I just know it's like, this was meant for me. And I love reflecting like that. And getting out there. Okay, so uh, me and you are the same belief that nothing happens for a reason. Everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just read or listened to a book called uh, "An Unhurried Life" hmm. by 
uh, hold on, let me get it, uh, by a pastor named Alan Fadling, F-A-D-L-I-N-G. And okay. the, the um, subtitle is the book is, of, is Following Jesus's Rhythms of Work and uh, something, and I can't see what it says because it says only from Audible. So I can't see, uh, maybe life would be my guess. But mm-hmm. if you look at the scriptures, especially like the gospels, how many times did all the pressures of life is coming at Jesus? You know, uh, this person needs healing. This person's sick. This person just died. This person, whatever. Yeah. How many times in the gospels, which was the focus of the book, did you, do you read Jesus gets away from the crowd to rest mm-hmm. because you can only give out of a full cup. You can't give out of an empty cup. And if Jesus needed to rest, mm-hmm. might be a good idea for you to rest too. Mm-hmm. I think there's this idea I have about how much rest I need or should need. And it's much less than I actually need. They're like, oh, I took a nap one day this week. Now I'm all set and I can just go, go, go. But then by 3 p.m., I have a headache. Like most days of the week, if I have back to back meetings or workout, listen to a podcast, you know, just like multitasking, doing a lot of stuff. So, I'm wondering if it's like rhythms of rest in the day and having margin between things. And then also fasting on Sundays from like all of social media or my phone, maybe like, I feel like I have to be connected. Like I'm a coach. You need to post every day online. Otherwise you're not going to get followers. (laughs) Do, do you have to be connected? 24, seven, 365, eight days a week. I mean, I usually have a limit on weekends, but I feel like I have to be connected during the week. I think that's the most draining, like on weekends, I'm trying to catch up from the, the drain. I took five, those five days and looking at how many hours I'm on my phone. I'm like, this has to change. So what are you going to do to change it? Well, I know based off of our coaching stuff and habits, like it needs to be something small incremental at first, like, okay, can I block out a no time or no phone zone for, you know, the first hour or two hours of the day? Or I set a limit on how long I'm going to be on the phone and not like go on rabbit trails because I get a message or an email and like, oh, I need to respond to that. And then I have to go back to this thing or that thing. And it's just, it's not purposeful, typically. Okay. So what do you want to do about that? (sighs) I'm not sure. 
what's the smallest possible step you can take to be on your phone less? Mm. Hmm. Like, well, I could put it in a Ziploc bag and then put it in some ice, <laughs> freeze it. <laughs> no. Um, Side note, let me interrupt you real quick. My mom, mm-hmm. two days ago, te- sends me a text. I don't respond immediately because I was doing a job. Then I get a call from my cousin who said, your mom can't find her phone. And I said, she just texted me an hour and a half ago. Where could it possibly be? Mm-hmm. It was in the freezer. <laughs> so uh, I would not do that. But hey, maybe you have disposable iPhones and you can do whatever you want. Uh, but <laughs> that might not be the next best step. Uh, mm-hmm. So what... What's the smallest step you could do that possibly won't damage a $1,000 iPhone? Mm, okay. Um, small, super small step. I'm still thinking big steps, like block out my whole day and say, okay, I'll check my phone at 10, one, three. But I don't know if that's really realistic. Do you think it is? Know. I'm realizing like how much I'm tied to my phone. Like I, I use it to log my exercise, right? My pedometer, it's my meal tracker. It's my language learner. I'm doing Spanish, dabble in Polish and German. Um, random text from Andres, taking photos. Oh, shoot, okay. So maybe the smallest thing would be to determine what block of time I'm going to go on social media with the intention to post for my, my content and connect with a few people and have that intention. Like, okay, I'm going to do this first and set, set a timer because go ahead. There's, you can set it up for your phone. Mm-hmm. You, uh, it's in settings. Um, somewhere in settings, you can set a timer on your phone where after whatever ta- amount of time you set, it'll come up with a warning. It'll either block mm-hmm. you off or it'll say suspend for one more minute, suspend for 15 minutes or suspend mm-hmm. for the day. Mm-hmm. But then once you've hit your goal of 15, 20 minutes, an hour. If you go back into the app, that now you're making a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I think I can do a lot more with intentionality. And say, oh, I only have 15 minutes. I only have 30 minutes to get on, answer a couple of messages, post something that I've worked on. And then get out. So the the one that's draining is I'm just going to check 
quote unquote. Mm-hmm. 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 And yeah. the checking is a lot during the day. Like, oh, I posted something this morning. Let's see if I have comments. Let's see if I have likes. How is this doing? Did this resonate well with my audience? I need to respond with them or send them a message. But when you just check, mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to check. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's been 45 minutes and you're like, oh my goodness, I just wasted 45 minutes of my life. Yes. And like cycle through the, the apps, you know, the messenger app, Facebook, Instagram. And sometimes I throw an email, I'm like, okay, let's keep up to date. Let's make sure everything. And it could be a pretty draining cycle. So I think that's, that's the biggest thing that's sucking out creativity or energy from me right now. It's like the, the tech. So what are you going to do to rest? Let me give you, let me get, let me give you a question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's say on Sunday, like two days from now, Mm -hmm. you didn't do anything. Email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. fill in the blank, social media. Yeah. What would happen on Monday? I have a little endorphin boost knowing I get to check all of these (laughs) things. Um, But I think I would realize that nothing's really changed. The world hasn't fallen apart. And the sun's more than likely going to come up on Monday too. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. the sun sun doesn't come up Monday, you're not going to be concerned about your social media. (laughs) Well, yes. And it's so true. So true. And in the past, I had fasted from social media, emails, all that on Sundays. And on Mondays, I usually feel okay. But if I can take that principle and apply it to my workday and say, okay, yeah, I use social media to connect with people for my business, but it's not the be all end all. And it's not like I'm getting invitations for people that want to pay me for coaching, you know, by the minute (laughs) or even, you know, by the hour or more on social media. So I don't have to be on there all the time. Like agreed. I think it's this looking for affirmation looking like oh somebody liked it it feels good feeling like it's productive but it's not always very productive and then believing like i have to play the game to get the clients according to who exactly right uh them exactly but Mm -hmm. but them ain't you. Mm-hmm. And the people that, you know, are quote everywhere online probably have a team of 10 to 20 or 30 people that make them be online. They're not actually online all those times. It's impossible. They wouldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And they're not robots. So mm-hmm. they got to sleep just like you do. Yeah. But I think the discouragement bit that you said too, Mm-hmm. Well, you know where that comes from. 
starts with an S. It's got five letters. He uh, lives in a spot that's kind of hot. <laughs> oh, the devil, Satan. <laughs> yeah. Oh his, Sarah starts with the letter S and it's five letters. <laughs> yeah, but look, look, he lives in a spot that's way hotter than Austin. Okay. Way okay. hotter than Austin. But, you know, that's his, uh, that's his mm. main tool is discouragement. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee you, if you talk to your current client you have right now, yeah. And you ask them a question like, what benefits do you get from working with me? Mm-hmm. Well, they'll probably have a whole lot longer list than the discouragement bit. Mm-hmm. But it's also maybe maybe this season and this season could be until January 1st because it's, it's two weeks away. Yeah. But maybe it's best if you just kind of pump the brakes until the end of the year Mm -hmm. or I'm only going to do this and this and this, and that's it. Mm -hmm. If you keep adding stuff to your plate without taking Mm -hmm. stuff off your plate, you either have to get a bigger plate or you're eventually going to shut down. Yeah. Because you can't do everything and you don't need to, mm-hmm. and you don't, and you shouldn't even try, you know, like, uh, you know, Zig said, you can't become a wandering generality. Yeah. And there's no, nobody saying that you have to take, you know, I'm going to go take a two week sabbatical in a cabin where I will, I don't, I will, I barely have running water, but what if you could take five minutes an hour mm-hmm. or at the, at whenever it hits one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, you stop all activity and take four or five deep breaths and relax. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminded me too of the, is it called the pause app mm-hmm. that you, you'd sent me? My daughter put that on the, uh, well, not quite the other day. It was before we moved, but she, she thought it was the Bible. You've read some scripture too. So she just kept playing it as I was doing dishes and it was like, so relaxing. I was like, oh my gosh, I can enjoy this. And yeah. So I think there, there are more options to recharge than I think. So what would you like to do going forward? And that's simple. We cover a lot. Um, I think that first and foremost is that permission to rest. Like I'm in a season where I need some rest and I know my husband is on board with it. He's already told me, he's like, good for you. You took a nap. Like a couple of days ago, I took a really long nap and he's like, great. Um, and setting a timer for social media. I know that there's a draw. There's that, Ooh, 
I'm going to see, but telling myself like, no, I'm going to pick up a book and read instead of checking my phone and getting sucked in or we're doing some, some other things. Or what about doing absolutely nothing for the next 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like being mm-hmm. present and being aware that you're alive and you can, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. not doing anything for mm-hmm. five or 10 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Cause the only people that put the expectations and I'm before I say this guilty, guilty. Okay. The only people that put all these expectations on us is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because like we said, if you did absolutely nothing on Sunday, Mm-hmm. there's a very, very, very good chance the sun is still going to come up tomorrow. And the problems you had on Sunday are still going to be there on Monday. Mm-hmm. So this is no longer a pin. This is my magic wand. Look, I'm waving it in front of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rest. <laughs> oh. Thank you. This has been fun. It's been great. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, let me know how I can help you in the future. All right. Thank you so much, David. Bye. Bye.